she's singing bad blood so she's like no we used to be but what is it <laughs> what is it that um, maybe now we got bad, bad blood. and then like in between the yeah. beats of the lyrics she's going hey stop <laughs> she wasn't doing anything and she's like hey stop <laughs> so funny <laughs> Ew, stop. No, immediately no. I was just taking a sip. The people don't need that. No, you weren't. I literally just saw you. Isn't there a, a lyric that's like, sip and drink from my cup? I'm sure that there's a lot of lyrics like that. <laughs> that's what I was doing. No, you weren't. You literally, you grabbed your water after you said that. All right. Well, how are you? Um, I'm doing good. You know, staying busy. Recovering. recovering yeah. yeah how are you i'm good um honestly last week the last week has been kind of chill i mean we had a nice little mother's day at the bailey residence that's lovely yeah the most uh, eventful thing is so we're trying to get the patio set up our little deck mm -hmm. and Dad was gracious enough to send me an early birthday present because there was this Ikea patio set that we wanted that was on sale only mm. till a certain date. So I ordered it and I I don't understand what the methodology is, but like if you if you go on Ikea.com and you order something to be delivered direct to your house, it's gonna be like it well, it depends on the size, but it's gonna be some money. But if you have it sent to like a local FedEx, it's like $5. So that's what I did. And I was getting all excited to go pick it up yesterday. It was two chairs, a table, and two chair cushions. I was getting all excited. I planned this whole evening. I was like, Nick, we're going to go get the, we're going to pick up the patio set. We're going to go to Home Depot and get a plant to put on the deck. So I went to FedEx and got the box big box it seemed heavy i was like okay this must be the box and yeah and then we went to home depot got this really pretty purpley flower thing it's pretty sizable it's really cute i like it and then we got home i'm all psyched i was like we're gonna get this built before it gets dark and we're gonna have a little drink on the deck and we open the box and there's one chair inside and i That's was like it? okay I was like, okay, so that's frustrating. And immediately I was thinking, well, because FedEx sucks and that's objective. Like FedEx fucking sucks, you guys. I've never not had a problem with FedEx. They suck. And so I immediately assume I was like, okay, well, FedEx fucked up and they didn't give me all my packages because there's only one chair in here. But then we take the chair out and we discover that it's not a chair that's part of the set that I ordered. It's a different oh style God. of chair. And so then I was even more upset. And I was just like, you know what? This whole evening went up in flames. I was all excited to build this set and and chill outside. It was a beautiful night last night. And fuck FedEx. And so I was all like staunching. Are you getting sick now? I don't know. I am like congested, actually. Uh -oh. and I, haven't, I haven't drank. I haven't drank anything. Usually I get congested when I have alcohol, but I haven't drank anything. So I don't yeah, know what's up. So that means you could be getting sick. Oh, oh God. I don't want to focus on that right now. Anyway, back to the mm. patio dilemma. So I got all mad and I went to go repot the plant instead to like vent some of my frustration. 
And then this morning wow. I woke up bright and early. I was like, I'm calling FedEx and I'm demanding the rest of the boxes. Just kidding. I was, but they didn't even give on, me the right chair. You was, should call Ikea. Putting, well, well, I was planning on asking nicely. Well, that step one was going to be calling to see if they had other boxes. And then step two was dealing with Ikea. But I couldn't even do step one because, you guys, they make it so impossible to contact a FedEx store directly. Like, they list their number, and then when you click on it, it'll give a blurb about store hours, and then it just connects you to the customer service line. And so I was like, are you kidding me? I can't even call them. And I wanted to call them because it's like the the particular store is almost 20 minutes away. So I was like, I would be so mad if I drove out there just for there not to be extra boxes. And right. so – I huffed off and I went to go take a shower. And then while I was in the shower, Nick heard of my plate and somehow he got in touch with the store. And the person at the store said that there were no extra boxes. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so then I was like, well, I got to call Ikea. And we opened, we know that the chair, by the, the, the chair that they sent us is actually like, it's a nice chair. It's a reclining chair. It's like a reclining wooden chair. And it's, it's, it's a good chair, okay? And so mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, I kind of want to keep this chair because it's really nice. It's nicer mm -hmm. than the ones we ordered. So mm -hmm. when I called Ikea, super nice lady, um, really trying to help me out, I told her that all the packages weren't at FedEx. And she asked me, she's like, so what did you receive and what did you not receive? And I said, oh, well, we got one chair, just one of the chairs, but we don't have the other chair or the table or the cushions. And she was like, oh, okay, well, we'll send those to you, no problem. They're actually going to get delivered here. Oh, so free? I, I kind of finessed a nicer chair out of Ikea. And at first, Nick was a little bit like, well, it's not going to match. But what the real situation is, is now we have a nice little reclining chair in addition to a little like table moment. So it really fills out the deck some more. Oh, wait. So are they going to send you then just one less chair? Yeah, I told them that we already received one of the chairs, but I didn't tell them that it was the wrong chair. I just said it right. Was but you're chair. so you're basically gonna get what you ordered, but not what you ordered because yeah. you received something that you didn't order, and now you are getting one less <laughs> chair. Yeah, but see it, but it worked out because we got this nicer chair. See, I would have been like, I didn't get anything. <laughs> Y'all owe me the well, whole set. I mean, technically, I, they do. I guess I could have done that, but then I, I thought about doing that, and then I thought, like, what if they have some way of confirming that FedEx got some? Like, I feel like if I said I showed up at FedEx and nothing was there, they would probably call FedEx, right? So I didn't want to chance that, but I think it's going to work out. And so that concludes my chair story, and then hopefully by Monday, because that's when the rest of it's supposed to come, we'll be able to have our nice little, like, deck moment. And oh, we got some nice little string lights that are coming tomorrow that we're going to put Ooh. up. So it's going to be a, a whole vibe. We're kind of competing wow. with our neighbors behind us because they also have string oh, lights on their God. deck. But anyway, that was way too much backstory for that. But dude, it was like the it was the Trader Joe's parking lot story <laughs> all over again. But see, they don't know about that because I cut that out. Yeah. I'm going to have to cut this out too. No, I'm not cutting this <laughs> Just out. Kidding. This, this is, these are my suburban tales. My tales oh from my suburbia. God. Yeah, that's what I have to talk about. Anyway, right. we can get into actually important stuff. Let's do it. Okay. So, a couple news stories. The main one is, you heard about the CNN town hall that happened last week? Oh my God. I was following along on Twitter. Everybody was, okay. it was, there was discourse. I was like, can oh, you yeah. guys chill? <laughs> okay. So this is the whole thing. So just bear with me as I describe this. 
So CNN is facing a bunch of backlash because they decided to host a town hall with former President Donald Trump. Ooh. This this event was very chaotic, took place last Wednesday, and they're calling it the first major television event of the 2024 presidential campaign. Oh. Um, so it was controversial, one, because, you know, they invited him on this town hall and, and he was there. Of course, he said a bunch of really terrible things, but also um, it was I believe it was at a university in New Hampshire. And so there was the audience was all Republicans and quote unquote undecided voters. <laughs> this audience textbook no decorum. You guys, there was a part where Donald Trump was talking shit about um what's her name? E. Jean Carroll, um, the woman who accused him of rape. And then in the past week she won the that five million dollar judgment against him. Yeah, that lady. Mm-hmm. Uh he was talking shit about her basically. Honestly, like basically calling her a slut and saying that she was like she came on to him and what what kind of woman like wants to sleep with a man that fast after meeting him. Even though what? Even even though um I don't think he testified, but what do they call it? In the deposition. In the deposition for that case, he said, I would never sleep with the woman um as unattractive as her. So you're also you're now kind of acknowledging that you did sleep with her. Even right. Though, so then, like, why would you say, well, what kind of woman wants to sleep with a guy right after she meets him? Like, you I literally slept yeah, with her right after you met her. I don't know. But the audience was laughing. Again, this is a woman who is accused. Like, clearly, she, there's, well, it's not. I don't care. It, sorry. They're at a I Trump didn't, town hall. You think they care? Yeah. I, I was going to talk about this last week, and I don't know why I didn't. But so the statute of limitations ran out. So the case wasn't about, like, convicting him of rape it was a mm-hmm. a perjury case for lack of a better word sure and that's what that's how she won the settlement so like there isn't proven guilt that trump raped her but like there's every reason to believe that she was sexually assaulted in some way and so for trump to just be poking fun at her and making jokes about that and for the entire audience to be laughing and clapping it really is like kind of it's a shocking thing to watch even just that clip alone but they were doing that throughout the whole town hall and caitlin collins who was the moderator she was like she was trying her best i guess she was trying to keep it straightforward and trying to fact check but it's really difficult we know how trump is just like firing fast and hard and so she wasn't really mm-hmm. able to rein him in and yeah. um so yeah, there was controversy surrounding CNN even hosting that, like offering the platform. Of course, the new leadership at CNN, they're trying to make it, they're trying to shift it more to the center. So maybe this is part of that tactic. I just don't um, get why Trump would even agree to having a town hall on CNN when he like hates CNN. He just likes talking. Like he just, like, <laughs> I mean, he probably thought that maybe not a lot of other people would give him a platform. So I'd love to know like, well, well, clearly someone at CNN suggested it. Clearly someone said, okay, let's have a town hall and let's make it about Trump. Yeah. Um, so what's been frustrating is that everyone on the left has been admonishing CNN for even giving him that platform. Um, and CNN's got a, gotten a lot of backlash, including from within. Um, a CNN staffer wrote an op-ed about the backlash on CNN which is that seems like a conflict of interest, but whatever. That's a blog post, baby. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, here's my hot take. Okay, my hot take is all these Democrats 
are calling for they're essentially they want Trump to be censored because they're saying that this town hall shouldn't have happened. He shouldn't be invited to a town hall. And I just think that's hypocritical. You know what they should do instead, which they never do because they're lazy, I guess, and complacent. Set up your own town hall. Counter program. Do yeah. something. Get your word out. Because the problem is, we talked about this before, the problem with the left and with the Democratic like establishment is that they're counting on people voting against whoever the right. Republican candidate is as opposed to voting for something they actually care about that'll right. make an improvement upon their actual lives. But the Democrats, just like, I mean, politicians don't care about us, period. And so- the Democrats aren't doing anything to make us want to vote for them. Right. Which is not sustainable. Dangerous. I that's mean, dangerous it might be territory. working for them now, but that's not going to keep working for them. Yes. Like pretending that a problem doesn't exist will not make it go away. No. That seems like conventional wisdom. And so for all of these people to be say to to be rallying against CNN, I just think is the wrong move. Like in a sense, CNN, like I I get it where it's like why was Trump your first pick? But to call for the censorship of Trump, as much as I would love it, I have to like put my objective hat on and say that like if the Republicans were doing that to a Democratic nominee, I would right. not be okay with that. So totally. It's more so about like, oh, we just want Trump to shut the fuck up than like structurally. You know, like it's not necessarily like there should be rules. Like, no, we just want Trump to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and and honestly, I mean, I I hope it's this way. But like, if you give him this platform and people tune into this and they're seeing Trump say these ridiculous things, he's still insisting that he won the twenty twenty election. He's still insisting. <laughs> he's still that on that. Was, yeah, he's still on that. He's still insisting <laughs> that J six was not his fault. So when people tune into this and they see that nonsense and they see the way even the audience is reacting, like that might. That may be the fodder that Democrats need. Like, yeah, no, he really like, runs himself into the ground. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like a common sense you, person. You just let him go and he eventually. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, I don't know. It's just been kind of annoying me, the response to it. So it's like, why are we sending Caitlin Collins death threats? Like there's people that's send death too threats much. so like, quickly. Home, oh my God, literally to anyone. And it's like, let's take that seriously. Let's not do that. Yeah. Um, it's like, do you think Caitlin Collins organized this? Yeah, she did not organize this. She's, <laughs> She's getting a paycheck. On, she was an yeah. employee. It's ridiculous. So just a bunch of drama, but that's American politics for you. Also, people act like people that are like journalists, like whether they're like progressive leaning or conservative leaning, like they're still journalists. They have to stay neutral or they're going to lose their fucking job. Yeah, that's true. So like, yeah. let's stop. Let's just stop. Yeah. All right, moving on. This is kind of, this was like between news and entertainment. So I just put it in news because I couldn't find much else. Have you heard of this telly thing? No. Also, what is an okay. ad supported TV? I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the skinny <laughs> on this. So Ilya Posen, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. He made a bunch of money when Viacom bought Pluto TV, which he co-founded. Um, he made $340 million a couple years ago for that. And so since he exited Pluto, 
about a year after that deal closed, he's been working on something else, a new startup. He thinks it'll be a much bigger deal. And it's called Telly. And Telly wants to ship out thousands and eventually millions of free 4K HD TVs, which apparently these TVs cost more than $1,000 retail. And the reason why they're doing this is because the TV itself is pretty normal. It's 55 inch main screen TV, um, three HDMI inputs, over the air tuner, integrated sound bar. They don't run any apps like on the TV. It's not a smart TV, but you can put in your Chromecast or, you know, you can put in all that. What's different is that attached to the TV is a nine inch high second screen, which is attached to the bottom of it which is real estate that Telly will use for displaying news, sports scores, weather, stocks, or even let users play video games. But here's the catch. It features a dedicated space on the right-hand side that will display ads. You cannot skip past the ads, and they stay on the screen the whole time, even when the TV is off. No. So that's why they're giving them away for free. No. The business will be entirely supported by ad and affiliate revenue. Ugh. And this Pozan guy also said that tele users could place real time sports bets on the second screen, order mm. a pizza from Pizza Hut, and of course, Telly would get a cut of those transactions. Uh, and not and, the commission. <laughs> and if you're interested, freetelly.com has been launched. Um, you could register for your TV. They promised to ship out half a million free TVs this summer. Wait, what is it? And when you sign up, through the app, they will ask for specific demographic TV viewing and lifestyle information, which they will use to target addressable ads to individual households. And wait, oh I'm kind of mad because I guess my um, my comment cut off, but I believe the, the major info at the end of this article is saying that there is a scanning feature on the TV, so it'll be able to sense how many people are in the room watching the TV. Oh my God. But, but this guy, this guy assures that Telly is adhering to all U.S. privacy yeah, laws, which right. is to say, Shut up. What, what even are U.S. privacy laws these days? <laughs> so I just think this is wild. This is insanity. I, oh, that would drive me insane. I could even, even if it was just like a static ad, it would piss me off. Well, here's my two questions, my two big questions. One, okay. they did not say if there's any sound on these ads. I feel like that's a bad value proposition if the ads have sound and you can't turn them off because that means you'll always have sound interfering with what you're watching. So I'm yeah, guessing there's be... I'm guessing they're silent. Yeah, yeah. And my other question is what's to stop someone from just like covering the second screen with like a blackout curtain or something? Oh, that's a good point, actually. Wait, should I get a free no. TV? <laughs> like, they, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't address that because I thought for sure I was reading it and I was like, okay, well, you can just cover it up. And I was I thinking know. they were going to say something like, "There's a sensor on the second screen where if if it gets covered, then the TV will turn off or something." I don't. I just I don't know how I feel about companies that like mass distribute products for quote unquote free because I feel like by taking something for free, you're like giving them permission to like. I don't know, do whatever they want to whatever they're giving you. And then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a little conspiracy theorist, but like, I just don't feel comfortable. I feel like there's been too many movies made where like, this is the, this is the plot. <laughs> no, I know like this again, we inch closer and closer to satire every, we're in the satire. It just gets we worse, are. And worse every day. Is this is satire. 
is wackadoo. Ugh. So, but if you want a free TV, you don't mind ads just constantly playing. I gave that you the would, link. So that would just piss me off. I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, interesting because like, what? Who can like what are the restrictions for like who can buy ad space? Like in 2024, oh, are political PACs gonna be able to buy ad space on those know. TVs? That'd be wild. I was gonna say I went on Reddit though, and there are a bunch of people on Reddit that were like, fine by me, free TV, I'll Whoa. take it. Which maybe I that mean, shows nice how bad TV. the economy is. It's a nice yeah, it's a nice TV and it's pretty I mean, I think that I think I have a 55 inch, so like it's a pretty decent yeah. size for free. Yeah. yeah. And it like maybe if you're a hacker, maybe you could like hack into it and turn it off. I don't know. People are gonna figure something out, you know. I'm sure somebody yeah, it's gonna be like a running joke. It's gonna be a joke. I mean yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's the news. All right. Mm. Okay, on to music. We have two very fun new Hot 100 entries for this week. Um, a uh, Media Moment alumni, Dochi, with What It moment. Is, Black Boy, coming in at number 98 this week. This is her first Hot 100 yeah. entry. Very Wait, exciting. Is, is that the one that's like, what it is, ho? Yeah. <laughs> i've been seeing it way more on tiktok now too so i feel like it's just gonna keep rising up the ranks maybe and speaking of tiktoks another tiktok song from cali this is her first hot 100 entry with area codes um coming in at number 54 and i've been seeing that one a lot so i'm like i'm kind of shocked this is her first songs up i know that's interesting. Um, you want to know what I learned about her over the weekend? What? What did you learn? What? Guess where she's from? Maryland. She's from Alexandria, Virginia. Oh. <laughs> Not the Shutter. <laughs> are you serious? Okay, that's where Nick and I moved to. For those of you who are out of the loop, and Ely's for those of you that haven't listened to Zach the last like five episodes. Hey, some people will be tuning in and out. Nick. But anyway. <laughs> Right. I thought you would think that was a fun fact, but apparently not. No, that's a very interesting fact. Good for her. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last music story is interesting. Um, the weekend says he's preparing a funeral for his alter, longtime alter ego. Oh, um, in a God. new cover interview with W Magazine, he said. It's getting to a place in time where I'm getting ready to close the weekend chapter. I'll still make music, maybe as Abel, maybe as the weekend, but I still want to kill the weekend, and I will eventually. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely sorry. I'm definitely trying to shed that skin and be reborn. Oh. I love when artists say stuff like this because they'll be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of that," and then they're like, "I mean, maybe I won't, but I am definitely yeah. <laughs> at some point." But not right now. And it's like you're not. Just stop. Just stop. You're not. You're not. <laughs> it's so pretentious too to uh, like the whole funeral killing thing it's like just say that you're not gonna be Can called the weekend anymore that, yeah like let's just yeah also he, like do he's you... getting at my damn nerves I mean, it's giving it's 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 like he thinks that his acting career is gonna take off once the idol that's comes out. exactly what it is yeah. that's exactly what it is and he's gonna want to be able and then it's like if he's able in acting and then the weekend mm. in music people are gonna get confused even though yeah childish gambino does that and nobody gives a shit that's true yeah 
Ugh, you know what Wait, they're no, gonna no, do? No. They're Wait. gonna make him do double duty on SNL. That's gonna be the beginning of the end. Oh God. What? Nothing. I thought so. You were saying that um it's Donald and acting and childish and music. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you I had a brain fart moment, okay? You don't know who Donald Glover is? No, I know who Donald Glover is. You anyway. know who Childish Gambino is. Yes, I know who Childish Gambino is. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> what I was trying to say is that having a acting persona and a music persona, it, it it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Very silly. Or you could even like Lady Gaga does. She just uses the same name. So I feel like you could do either or. I think it's, it's because he's doing the idol and people are already like getting annoyed. I mean, by people, I mean me. People are already getting annoyed <laughs> by him and like the press surrounding the idol and he's doing the idol as the weekend that I feel like after this, he's going to need to be able in order to like separate himself from this project. But I thought he was going by Abel for the idol. Like he's not going Is by he? the weekend. I for thought that it was show. the weekend. That's why know. I'm confused because I feel like this would make more sense because obviously the idol, we've talked about this, is hugely controversial. I feel like it's not gonna <sighs> do well. Um it says the weekend but, on the on the posters. Loki, I feel like they changed that because I feel like I remember seeing a trailer where it said Abel. So but they've been changing a whole bunch of shit. Probably, they need to just throw the whole thing away they need to throw yeah, it away i will not be watching it no i will not be watching <laughs> i'm right. acting like i'm such a sam levinson uh anti but like i will 100 percent be there when euphoria season three comes out i'm worried about euphoria season three why because apparently they're all supposed to be like aged up like imagine what oh, he's yeah. gonna do to them when they're not minors oh Disgusting. you're right Disgusting. Well, we're not probably going to get it until like 2025. I was anyway, gonna say, so. Who's going to write it? <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. Well, no. Um. Well, writer directors apparently are still working. Those so, losers. So I think Sam Levinson. I would Stand with your people. Still, I know. It's so annoying. That is so lame. If writer actors are, are, um, uh part of the, the guild word? striking the... striking why yes. could i think of that if writer <laughs> actors are striking how come writer directors aren't that is so lame i don't know i also know that james gunn is still working on writing a superman movie so yeah it is kind of annoying like just stop yeah. writing come on just stop yeah like stand with your people for real that's a good segue though actually oh <laughs> we're going to entertainment <laughs> So we continue to struggle with finding things to talk about with this writer strike going on, but no. I found some interesting things. So speaking of the writer strike, this was very interesting. Mm -hmm. ABC, they announced like their framework of their fall schedule, their primetime schedule for fall mm -hmm. 2023. And it's literally all unscripted content. Wait, and what about Abbott Elementary? They are showing Abbott, but it's just going to be reruns because they don't think that they're going to be in production in time for September. I mean, September is well, close. They, like, 
I'm kind of glad that they're not going into production, that they're just not going into production because I would rather them, I would rather wait like over a year for another season and have it be good than for yeah. them to just be like, let's try and do another season without like the core of the show. Like that, that would, would be, be awful. It'd be yeah. awful. We have so many stories about that sort of thing from the last strike that hopefully. Yeah. It's, that, yeah. It's just awful. Do that. So <laughs> Yeah, because September is essentially four months from now is when their fall primetime schedule starts. And and a lot of these shows that are on um, on the networks for primetime, they do them during the summer and they're able to yeah. turn around. And so they just are anticipating the strike to keep going on. So they won't be able to uh, fulfill those orders for shows. So it's all unscripted with Abbott reruns. And Dancing with the this is funny Dancing with the Stars remember it moved to Disney Plus doing back to ABC basically because they're scrounging for content so, <laughs> so that's funny um, and then speaking of ABC a show that will be a part of that primetime schedule is something that Bachelor Nation has been asking for for a while it's been long rumored and apparently it's finally happening the Golden Bachelor yep that's right this is Senior Citizen Bachelor you guys. <laughs> interesting the bachelor so it's going to be bachelor where like there's a dude and then a bunch of women um but they're oh, gonna so be older. It's the bachelor okay yeah they're gonna be older is it like so... a rando or is it someone from the franchise that's just older now no no i'm talking like 60s like retirees oh so yeah way older that's so funny. i think it's gonna be really cute and interesting um part of the reason why i steer clear from the bachelor franchise is just because these contestants they just so clearly go on for like clout and they're just young and annoying and i we're i would be so, very interested be, actually wait, that's like the funniest thing to me about the bachelor now is it'll be like i'm not even kidding a 23 year old i think 23 is like the youngest you can be to be on that show because they have so many 23 year olds and they'll be like oh i i've tried so hard <sighs> I've ah. my whole life I've been looking for someone. I'm like, bitch, you were just born. <laughs> Your whole life, you're 23. <laughs> I'm ready to. I'm ready to to be with my husband, girl. Be so fucking for real right now. You're 23. Oh my god. Are you kidding? <laughs> Ridiculous. And then the bachelor's so... like 38, and they're like, I'm. He's the one for me. I'm like, yup. What do you have in common with a 38-year-old? <laughs> hey, Nick's super into it. So there's gotta be it's something going funny. on. It's funny. Like at this point, it's funny because it's like, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> and they're all like their job titles, content creator, marketing strategist. They all <laughs> social media it's the same. manager. It's just it's a blur. <laughs> it's just a blur. It's just crazy. And they have like four seasons between Bachelor and Bachelorette and um Bachelor in Paradise. They have like yeah. six seasons a year. Yeah. That could do. So I welcome this change. And honestly, well, Nick's definitely going to be watching it. And I might tune in as well because I feel like the vibe will be completely different. And I feel like it's just going to be cute and wholesome, hopefully. So what I'm if there. it's like just as much drama? That would be hilarious. Well, then that would be funny. That would be so funny. I'm surprised I, hey. my parents didn't message me about this. My parents are huge Bachelor Nation fans. Oh, really? Oh, they're huge. Oh, hmm. have I not talked about this on the podcast? 
I'm a so. Bachelor OG. Okay, I've been watching. Yeah, I, I watched The Bachelor with my parents like from season one. Like we wow. used to watch it every single Monday night. And I only stopped watching like once I graduated high school, I think. Like once I left my parents' house and I just lost interest in the people. Like, but no, we, my parents have been watching The Bachelor. Like, we used Damn. to watch when before Bachelor in Paradise was Bachelor in Paradise. It was actually way more interesting. It was fun. It was a competition show called Bachelor Pad. And we used oh, to yeah, watch that's that. Right. That was fun. And then they changed it to just be hot people in bikinis 24 7. And that's lame. Yep. Like, I want to see survivor mode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm a Bachelor OG. Yeah. So I'm, wow. I'm, I'm eager. Yeah, you should tell excited. them about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked they haven't said anything. Their demographic. Actually, one last thought. I will be a little bit disappointed if it's like closer to your parents' demographic. Like, I want like gray hair, like late 60s, 70s. That's what I want. Yeah. Like, I want no. genuine senior citizens. I don't want right. like hot 48 well, year olds. Right. Because I'm sick of people who are 40 years old being like, oh, I'm old. I'm old. Like, no, yeah. you're literally not. Even, you're a millennial. Even 50. Even 50. Like, right. Like, shut I up. guarantee you, they they would find the most gorgeous fifty year olds, and then it wouldn't even feel like a senior citizen show. So, yeah. wait, have they announced the cast for this show, or they just announced like that's what no, they're doing? It'll probably come later because yeah. this isn't this isn't airing until fall. So I want to know. I want to know. Hey, we'll talk about it when it happens. I can't wait. But anyway, lastly, I thought this was very interesting. You know, Miss L. Fanning, sister to Dakota. Yeah, I do. She had a recent interview on the Happy Sad Confused podcast, and she was asked if there was pressure on her career to join a big studio franchise in order to stay, quote, relevant as an actor, because she hasn't really been in one. Um, this mm-hmm. article noted that her biggest movie has probably been Maleficent with Angelina Jolie. Really? It's not, like, it's not like a franchise movie. It was like a one-off. Or there was a sequel, I guess. But anyway, you get my point. She said, I don't feel that pressure. I don't. But she's also acknowledging that joining the likes of Marvel, Star Wars, or DC, quote, does something for other actors' careers. And she said, but you also don't know if they're going to work sometimes, which is scary. She confirmed that she has auditioned for at least, quote, one big franchise movie, but she lost out on that role because her social media was not sufficient enough for the studio. She said, (laughs) I did try out. Not going to say what it was, but I didn't get a part once or something big because it might not have just been this reason, but this was the feedback that I heard was because I didn't have enough Instagram followers at the time. So that was a little like, I firmly don't believe in not getting a part for that. Hmm. And right now she has 7 million Instagram followers. So that's just crazy to me. Like maybe I'm, I don't know why I think that's crazy to me, but that's crazy. Like that you don't get a part because of, Instagram, like I would maybe buy into that if this was, gee, I don't know, Bachelor or something, but like for just a film franchise, that's crazy to me. Yeah, that seems a little ridiculous. Now I'm like curious. I feel like okay, there could be two arguments made here. It could be like it was either a Marvel or Star Wars audition, and Disney's like, no, we only want like the biggest names. But I feel like they don't really do that. Or I feel like it could have been a DC audition and they're so desperate for positive promo Ooh. that they need people with more followers. <laughs> That's true. I don't I don't think it's Star Wars because they think of the sequel trilogy. We had never heard of like Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. True, 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 true. Yeah. 
so yeah so that's why i'm like what could it have been like who cares yeah i don't know i don't know what other what other franchises there are it just doesn't make any sense because like the studio like they send you to all the late night shows they send you to hot ones like they they like think of all how big florence Pugh has gotten literally just from doing promo for her movies exactly yeah hmm. so that's crazy and i just want to talk about it that is crazy. That's kind of silly. I feel like it had to be another reason, and they had to just come up with something, some bullshit, so that might, like so she wouldn't feel bad. Maybe. <sighs> we need more honesty. <laughs> or maybe we don't. I don't know. Maybe we don't. Should we get into pop culture? Also, very shocked that you did not put the Martha Stewart Sports Illustrated cover under pop culture. Mm, I mean, what is there? Martha Stewart's on the cover. Okay, she's um, the oldest person to cover Sports Illustrated. And then she said some right. like weird shit in the interview that people weren't happy about. And she looks phenomenal. I mean, she does. But we knew that. She should host the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Wait, she would low key be perfect for yes, that. Yes, exactly. Stop. <laughs> if they have a young person hosting, I'm not watching it. They're canceled. Chris Harrison would be too young, but it would be better than like a youth, you know? Would it? Would you rather have a racist than a youth? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Speak coming from a black woman, I do not think Chris Harrison is racist. Oh, I think he's just but, a white gee. It's not. I think he's just a white guy that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I wouldn't say he's like racist. I think he was like put on the spot. And I'm not even like defending him. I think we need to just like chill out a little bit. Like what he did was like really fucked up and I felt bad for I think it was Rachel that was like in that situation with him. But I'm like, okay, that's something that you can learn from and recover from. It's not like he went on camera and was like, N-word this, N-word that. Like, oh it's not like he pulled a Morgan Wallen. Like, that you don't recover from. But, like, talking crazy to black people, I feel like, okay, you can read a book. You can, like, take some time off. You can, oh like, God. go to some classes. Like, you can, you can be on the road to recovery. You go to racism rehab oh my. and come out on top. <laughs> Ely said, end cancel culture. Wow. Okay, no, I'm just saying we need to be more like, we need to critique some people less and others more. The way y'all fucking die over Morgan Wallen and he was literally caught on camera saying the N-word. No, I, I I do agree with you. I think there was a specific point in time. Let's call it like the post George Floyd comeuppance that struck many a pop culture figures and i feel like chris harrison was squarely in those crosshairs and so it's like i think it was i could see how you would say it's it was an overreaction but it's like a product of and i think that's that's ended i think that hot spot was really like june 2020 to june 2021 like for a year white people decided that like they needed to do anything and everything to make amends with the black community and one of those things was firing chris harrison i guess yeah it was just a weird situation i do not think chris harrison is racist i think he just is a product of white supremacy in america and like that's not his fault but again you need to enter into racism rehab and you know do your homework do your readings you know make some black friends readings (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be black people in racism rehab 
I mean, the black people are running racist reading. <laughs> <laughs> you think white people are teaching other white people about well, racism? You said, you said make That's friends. Funny. So I was like, is is he going to make friends with the instructors? I don't know. <laughs> is there like a bias there? I don't know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pop culture. Um, Yeah, Martha Stewart, that happened. I mean, I didn't think to talk about it because I honestly haven't like seen, I mean, I saw it, but I'm just like, you know, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, Taylor Swift had to defend a fan from a security guard during one of her heiress tour shows in Philly. And I wanted to talk about this because when I, okay, here's the thing. When I go through like, hmm, what should I talk about in pop culture? There's a lot that I don't talk about because I'm like, people aren't going to see references to this particular moment, like in front of them all the time. So like, it doesn't matter where this it has taken off, you guys. Have you seen like the the audio clips of her singing "Bad Blood"? I mean, I saw the clip, but I don't know. I don't, this, how has it become a meme? I have not seen that. Oh my gosh! It's like some people are using it now as a sound on TikTok. Like I've seen people like, oh, oh, me when my dog starts barking at something out the window during a meeting, no. and like <laughs> all she's kinds like, hey, of stuff. Stop. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> she what she's doing is like. She's singing bad blood. So she's like, now we used to be bad. What is it? <laughs> what is we, it? That um, maybe now we got bad. bad blood. And then like in between the yeah. beats of the lyrics, she's going, hey, stop. <laughs> she wasn't doing anything. And she's like, hey, stop. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> it is funny. She's like yeah. yelling at them while she's was singing it? Wasn't she like pointing too? She was using the and wagging she finger. Doing she's anything. like, hey. yeah, yeah, she's like on the edge of the stage, like yelling at them. <laughs> so, okay, what yeah, was that's like what was rising annoying, in though? popularity? What was annoying was the was the girl like she. Of course, everyone who's part of something like this, they have a um story time. So she made like a story oh, time God. TikTok, and she's. Like, I think I saw that, and I was eating yeah, the girl. Like, no. It's like okay, yeah. <laughs> everybody wants their. Uh, what is it five seconds of fame yeah like come on girl yeah no this is too much um okay and i texted you <laughs> this the other day and i said this is the funniest thing to happen okay okay you need to give them more context than you gave to me because Ily sent this to me okay and <laughs> it's this like blurry it's someone zoomed in on this video she's gonna describe it to you in a second somebody but okay I'm going to let me talk about it first. Then you can tell your little story. Okay. 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 So what happened was long, long ago, way back in 2020, when normal people first came out and launched the careers of uh, Daisy Edgar Jones and Paul Meskel, Phoebe Bridgers tweeted how she was feeling after she saw that show. And then magically two years later, her and Paul Meskel were engaged. Oh, so cute. Right not cute because a few months ago <laughs> people were speculating that they broke up and then all of a sudden they kept seeing her with Bo Burnham and people were like what the hell is she doing with Bo Burnham wasn't she engaged to Paul Mescal apparently not so it's been like people saw her with him but it was never confirmed now fast forward to like two days ago at one of Taylor's shows in Taylor Swift's shows in Philly, again, lots happened in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, if you went to one of the Philly shows, y'all got some action. 
I really also did. saw a TikTok where, because obviously a lot of Swifties have been showing up in the parking lot because they couldn't get tickets. Oh my God. The Apparently bridge, there the was- The pedestrian bridge in Nashville was packed. Oh yeah, there was that. But I saw this this TikTok, a mass of people were in the parking lot at, at the Philly show. Like thousands of people were in the yeah. parking lot. No, it's a lot. Like what the hell? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was funny because in Nashville, we were I was walking with Morgan and Caitlin to the stadium. It was like just like one group, like a small group of people that had set up lawn chairs. And we were like, oh, so people are going to watch it. Like, that's so cute. And then like after the trip, we saw videos of people on there. And it was like body to body on this like huge, like it's a huge pedestrian bridge. Like it's very mm-hmm. long, like just full of people watching the concert. That's well, crazy. listening. <laughs> well, well you can you can see like the t- the screens oh. are huge you could see it if you i guess the right so. angle you could see it from the parking lot yeah um okay yeah side, sorry that was kind of a side track story but at the philly show um uh because phoebe bridgers is one of taylor's openers so after she does her performance she ah. gets to go into the vip tent um Ooh. with some of taylor's other vips where people have seen like maddie healy and I guess Keith Urban and uh, Nicole Kidman were VIPs. Queen, Queen of Asia. I know. I love that. But people have been like <laughs> seeing Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, like a lot of people. The Philly shows, y'all really got some good people. Um, we're in the VIP tent. And of course, so cute. Keith Urban, bless his heart, was taking a video of him and Nicole just vibing out to Taylor singing style. And <laughs> he like pans a video uh, like across the stage then he comes back to like him and nicole like just vibing out and between their two heads you can see phoebe and Bo burnham kissing in the background basically like confirming their relationship and everybody was like keith urban has no idea what he just did like (laughs) (laughs) somebody said he's in his dumois era not dumois era Bless his heart, but you know i'm glad he was having fun and i guess congrats phoebe i don't know yeah so what i was saying is Ely sent me this with very little context um Ugh, and i, I was confused know things. i was confused so what this person had done on tiktok is like they zoomed into the video and so it was splotchy and and when you zoom in the camera movement is is even more erratic because of the tough. scale of it and I so sent you the original video yeah it was like i was like what am i looking for i was so confused i i saw a glimpse of nicole kidman i was like okay queen but i didn't <laughs> Like, it's wild to me that people saw that video and immediately were like, oh, my God, that's Phoebe Bridgers. Because honestly, well, if you didn't Phoebe tell Bridgers, me, I would not be able to guess that. Because it's because Phoebe Bridgers has, like, white hair. And it's, like, context clues. Okay, she's in the VIP tent. And you could, like, if you, you can, like, if you know what Bo Burnham looks like, you can kind of make out his, like, his hair. You could tell. I it's guess him. so, yeah. But the internet... And I'm assuming people had seen them like not in the video and like other people like were like witnesses that were present at the moment were able to confirm (laughs) that those two were in fact Phoebe and Bo. (laughs) Like this is a crime scene. Jesus. (laughs) I just think it's so funny that Keith Urban just, you know, he was just (laughs) living his best life, like trying to be in his Taylor Swift era, his era era. And look what he's done. I also wonder why him and Nicole were in Philadelphia. I wonder why everybody chose to go to the Philadelphia show. It was like Blake Lively was there. Like, why? 
Maybe because it's close know. to New York. Is does she not have New York? Well, New I don't York know if have... she has New York shows. Hold on, they don't have a they don't have a, a stadium, do they? Or they guess one in they Brooklyn? do. There's one in Brooklyn, right? Well, Yankee Stadium, but I don't think she would go to Yankee or not Yankee Stadium. Sorry, Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Dodgers. The Dodgers oh. are in Los Angeles. Oh, I do not know about sports, you guys. You're so f- the, the, the okay. The... So the Brooklyn Dodgers <laughs> were a team at one point. Like okay, see there you go. When Jackie Robinson <laughs> was playing for the Brooklyn see, Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, see that's how I know it. I know my history. Okay, number forty-three, forty-two. I don't think she's going to. <laughs> 43 you're doing too much okay she's going to boston new jersey i mean she's going to new jersey uh, i don't know but yeah people were all up in pennsylvania i don't know i mean philly's one of the biggest cities in the in the country so i yeah. guess but it's kind of random i don't know anyway anyways meeting moment yeah that was all pop culture sorry <laughs> sorry about what I don't know. I was gonna say sorry. That was kind of a light week, but I'm like, what do I have to apologize uh, for? Blame yeah, your blame your favorite celebrities because they really yeah. haven't been do- giving me enough. Boo! It's time for the media moment. Anyway, you're going first. Oh, good. Um, my media moment is the album by the Jonas Brothers because while I was out sick last week or did I talk about this already the album no because it came out on Friday no no, not the album did I talk about me and Nick totally winning Ticketmaster by getting tickets to another (laughs) one of their shows I don't think so okay well while I was out sick I was able to you know have the energy to go on and get in the queue which I will say I have, I, and this was just the Jonas Brothers, okay? Like, they're popular, but they're not, like, you know, Beyonce, Taylor. Like, they're not that kind of popular. So, yeah. and and my heart was, like, racing. Like, I was fighting. <laughs> and it's it's harder, too, when you're trying to coordinate with someone who's not in the room with you. And you have yes. to, like, wait, like, the response time. Even though Nick was, like, he was texting me back, but it was, like, not fast enough. You should have just gotten enough. on the phone. Well, he was in a meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't perfect, but we got our tickets. We got really good seats. We're very excited. You know, me and my bestie. So you're seeing the you're seeing the same show twice. I don't think you've specified that. It's the same show. It's going to be the same set, but you just Uh, have better seats. There (laughs) might be some difference, some slight changes. So yes, we're going to their Yankee Stadium shows, which were announced first as one night only. So we were like, wow, that's so crazy. And then they were like, aha, just kidding. This is the beginning of the tour. It's the same thing. Um, but we were like, Very okay, so we're, go- we're going again. <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited because it's basically the Jonas Brothers doing like their own version of the Eras tour. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but that's also because Nick and I also were very upset about this. Before the album came out, he texted me and said the album runtime is 32 minutes. Yep, real short. You guys. I don't know if you guys know this, but legally, an album is 30 or more minutes. If it's less than 30 minutes, it's an EP. What do you mean by legally? 
that's like the legal def like that's what i'm saying like the legal def difference between an ep and an album is an album has to be 30 minutes or lo longer to be considered an album and an ep is 30 minutes or less okay but what law you talking about like grammy okay not legal not actually like oh you're gonna get arrested but you i'm <laughs> saying like the depth like the the structure of the music industry yes. states that <laughs> this album barely qualifies as an album. <laughs> hmm. So that's kind of annoying. It also, I, so I like all the songs individually, but I will say this, well, two things. One, I think the best songs on the album are the singles that they released. So that was kind of a letdown. Um, and then two, you know how I always quote the Beyonce line where she goes, people don't make albums anymore. Yes. Um, I, I could not stop thinking about that when I was listening to this album because I was like, this is exactly what she means. People don't make albums anymore. Oh, and what she means by the album, well, that's what I'm saying. What she means by the albums that people should be making is Renaissance. That is mm -hmm. a fucking masterpiece, okay? It is a cohesive project where it's like, you know, it has a clear overarching theme and mm -hmm. the content within it contributes and elaborates on that theme. People that make albums nowadays, they just put a bunch of shit together, put a bow on it, and call yep. it an album. They call it the album. <laughs> <laughs> it's barely even one. an album. It's 32 <laughs> minutes. So I was like, Nick, that's why they're doing a five albums one night tour because, oh. like, were they going to have a 30 minute show? What the fuck? <laughs> so did you so, like it or not? Sorry, I, I I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed <laughs> the songs individually. Like it's a, not a bad album, but I'm just like you know I after a year that the year that we've had where we've got you know stuff like Renaissance, uh you know Renaissance. It's like SOS. Yeah, like that's the standard now. At least or for even me, like um Red Moon and Venus, Callie's album. Right, like yeah. there are people out there that are making albums. So y'all better step it up think you're getting yeah. cute nick played i mean i i'm not like the biggest fan to begin with but nick played one song from it when we were coming back from costco the other day and it was just like a lot like just a lot sonically going on it was very <laughs> overwhelming <laughs> i don't i don't remember which one it was but oh I... and then he also played the one i think it's the nick jonas solo i find that a little weird because he's singing to his daughter and he's saying things like oh, oh they, all, I lose they you all sing you... on that song oh they do but like there's a line where he's like I'll yeah it's called little bird go down the aisle like weird like conservative coded stuff in that song that was kind of weird i feel like maybe kevin wrote that song and he's the conservative one hold on let me yeah. look is he still mm, okay wait gregory Oh no, it has all of them credited as writers, but I feel like Kevin wrote that one because he like made a video about it. Yeah, that was a little weird. It but... it was a little it was getting a little conservative. Um, but I don't know, maybe that's just how dads mm. think. I don't know. But I was trying to see also who like produced this album. Oh, um, John Bellion helped put it pull it together, and that's why Nick was well, like I know all he over wrote... it because he loves John Bellion. Oh, he also produced. Okay, he did produce. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean you know i will say this i think their happiness begins was a better album that was an album album i th i think hmm. you well, know it was about I feel happiness like, beginning 
Well, I feel like part like minus a couple of the singles, I feel like the rest of it, like I always start the album at track three because the two singles, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But Happiness Begins was better. I'm sorry. Called That's all out. I have to say. Oh. Um, People don't make albums anymore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, related to Jonas thing. I learned yesterday mm-hmm. that Frankie Jonas, the fourth Jonas, has rebranded himself as Franklin Jonas, and he has a song oh, out called Cocaine. Me. What? I thought it was going to be something like actually bad. <laughs> no, but I just think that's silly. And I found out because. Um, well, his name is of, Franklin. I know, but like he was going by Frankie until recently. I just think it's silly. And uh, the way I found out is because uh, we were talking about ABC and their unscripted shows earlier. Oh, let me tell are y'all. they doing another season of that show? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think I've talked about claim to fame as a media moment before. That show is good. It's a very interesting competition show. And Mick and I were elated that it was getting a second season and it starts so next funny. month. And I saw Oh my the, God, so yes, soon. And I saw at the top of the poster it said hosted by Franklin and Kevin Jonas. I was like, what? Are you a turtle now? It just well, was out of the blue. I think you have to consider this too. Frankie Jonas is really young. He's like a new adult. And I feel like that's yeah. when most people shed the IE nicknames that they get from their mommies and daddies. So maybe he's just ready to be an adult. Yeah. Does your, do you still go by Zachy? They didn't call me Zachy. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway. Well, my media moment is actually a video game. Which I play a lot of them, but I feel like I don't frequently make them my media moment. Yeah. So I bought this game recently. It was on sale for like $20 a couple months ago. And I had heard great things about it. So I was like, okay. And usually the way my life works in terms of games is I'll buy a game, whether it's physically or digitally. And Mm -hmm. I will most definitely not start playing it immediately. Like it goes in the queue, so to speak. And whenever it comes out of the queue. Yeah, whenever it comes out of the queue, like that's that's we leave that with God. You know, we don't know when it's gonna happen. <laughs> but so this was a relatively short turnaround because I definitely bought this this year. So just a couple of months. But it's called Kina Bridge of Spirits. It's a PS5 mm-hmm. game. It came out a couple of years ago in like late 2021. Um, and the premise of the game is you are playing this young woman named Kina. She's a spirit guide. And in this world, basically, like spirit guides, they help corrupted spirits pass on to the afterlife, to the spirit realm. So like people that, um, they're kind of like the ghosts of that world, like people that might have died suddenly or they're holding on to something they're not ready to pass on. Spirit guides help them with that. And usually there's like a corruption. So like you can have like a combat element to the game. And the visual style of it, it's very much like, it looks like, Okay, it looks stunningly gorgeous. It is so pretty, and it looks like a Pixar movie. Like mm. it, like the cutscenes, but also just playing it, it looks like a Pixar movie or Disney animation or something. It's so pretty, and because it's a PS5 game, it utilizes the DualSense controller. So like the Ooh. you know you know I had you try it out once, like the cool features it has. So yeah, it, it integrates. I'm like looking at it right now. Yeah, like your bow, you can feel that in the trigger, like when you're pulling back on it, you have to push harder and stuff like that. So I just thought it was a really cool game and I was really into it. I beat it in less than a week. (laughs) 
It's not that long. Damn. It's, it's probably like a 10 hour game. So spread that over a week. I guess that's not that much, but I was having a really good time with it. It's really fun to play. It's like half combat. You're fighting like these the evil spirits that are corrupting people and half like exploration, like puzzles and stuff. And then you have these little guys. That's what I'm going to call them. They're called the rot. And they're literally <laughs> these little like black blobs with eyes and they help you do stuff. Like they help you solve puzzles and you collect more and more of them as you go along in the game. So that by the end of the game, I literally had like a group of 70 and they follow you. They follow oh, behind wow. you wherever you go. Oh, and stop. You, That's so funny. And you could put little hats on them. <laughs> and, and so they were very cute. And so I always, I always felt like I had this little army behind me because I did. That's but so cute. I think that the thing that took it over the top for me is I thought that the story was actually very moving. It was very mm. well done and kind of like how Pixar handles emotion where like just the way they do animation, the motion comes through on like characters' faces and stuff like that. And Ember Lab, the developers of this game, they actually were an animation studio first. And this is their first video uh, game. So I think that's where like like especially in the cutscenes, like where that experience comes through and it gets like surprisingly emotional at points like the first soul you're trying to save is this like older brother and he died trying to care for his two little brothers and so like when they reunite like it's just very it's like surprisingly sad um wow there's a, a queer character at one point which was very refreshing like literally like a this is what i'm talking about where I say like we should be allowed to have queer tragedies like yes we want positive queer like we want happy queer stories but like it's okay if we have some sad stuff as long as it's well told and I feel yeah. like this game has an example of that of like two lovers that were ripped apart so I just thought it was great it was just a great little game I love like well it's not a little game I like games that are packed and like they're they're yeah. easy to like swallow they're they're really well done so like like i said yeah. it, it, it looks gorgeous this looks stunning I'm yeah the storytelling right is great the score is great so mm -hmm. i love i love like high production value but easy to consume games which this yeah. is definitely what that is and so twenty dollars well spent it was on right. sale the regular price is like sixty dollars but mm. yeah it was great so now I have to figure out what to play next because I literally beat that last night. So, <laughs> uh, well, you know, your birthday's coming up. So. Well, I was thinking I might finally play the God of War sequel that came with my PS5. You haven't played that yet? No. <laughs> so oh I'm my God. The, the queue. <laughs> well, get through the queue. What are you waiting for? Oh my God. It's a big queue. I was very proud of myself because the first God of War game, not the first, first one, but the, the, one for 2018 was the that answer the one to I watched you play. I think so. Yeah. Um, that was a Jeopardy answer tonight. Oh, I got no it right. way. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you haven't played the second one. You're crazy. I know. And it got like, and like you have reviews. it. It's not like yeah. you're right. I'm like, it's not like you've been waiting to buy it. Like you literally have it. And it's installed on my PS5. You're crazy. Maybe I should Did you finish Miles it. Morales? Oh, yeah. I finished that a while ago. <laughs> yeah <laughs> a while ago like 
Well, not a while ago because I've only had the PS5 since Christmas. So like within the last couple of months, I finished it. That's funny. I think Miles Morales was the last game I beat before I moved because that was probably like less than a month before the move. And I was just like, well, I don't want to like get into a game with all that's going on. So I just played a shit ton of rocket league during those couple of weeks. Oh, I was <laughs> like, yeah, what have you been playing? This, yeah, like, I played, I know you've been playing yeah, video games. I just played a shit ton of rocket league. And then after the move, this is like the first game I played and beat post move. Mm. Now that we're like settled. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I was just telling Morgan yesterday, I was like, I fear I'm entering my gamer era because instead of watching, I don't know, (laughs) because instead of watching TV, literally all I do is go on YouTube and like look up either like (laughs) gameplays of certain games that I've been wanting to watch or I go on Twitch. I have Twitch installed on my TV and I go on Twitch and I just watch people play games on Twitch. That's hilarious. It's getting, it's so bad. Like, I don't even watch real TV anymore because I'll just be like, all right, time to watch Zelda. <laughs> oh my God. I almost talked about Zelda in entertainment because there's a feature in the new game where you can just like build stuff and people have been making some crazy shit. People have been making like walking wooden giants with penises that spit fire people have been crucifying Koroks it's really and, like funny. setting yeah, it on there's fire there's a lot of like cool <laughs> new stuff like new features and i'm that game i'm excited for like you to eventually play those because it's stunning yeah. they're stunning they're so beautiful well um, i mean both so tears of the kingdom is a direct sequel to the last Zelda of game, the wild, of the wild. Yeah. and both of those games have just like a shit of a shit ton of uh, tens out of tens. So I, I don't know. The thing with me with Nintendo is I've told you this before. I don't like paying more than like 30 bucks for a game. Usually it's like more than 20 unless it's a game. I'm really, really excited for like when Spider-Man Spider-Man two is rumored to come out this year, I will be buying that day one and I will pay $70 for that. Um, (laughs) But like Nintendo games, they never go on sale. It's so frustrating. And this especially, this shit is never going on sale. No, like the, the lowest the first one has gone is like $40. Yeah. It's no. six years old. It's ridiculous. It's because there's still so much hype around it, especially with the new one coming out or that the new one well, like, yeah. just releasing see that's frustrating it's like they know people will pay for it because they want to play nintendo games and they're exclusive right well that's the consoles. thing that's frustrating about nintendo in general is that like you can only play it on nintendo consoles which is insane like who yeah. else does that oh girl everyone does it like do, do they sony here the well the okay but sony i feel like they have a way bigger catalog like where people would buy people will buy their oh. consoles but like no, no. Nintendo so, is so ugh. so this is how it works. Like so Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox, they all have first party. And first party titles are the ones that stay on the consoles. And then they, of course, they publish third party publishers. And those are usually multi-platform. But like Sony, if you want to play the God of War games, Spider-Man, the Horizon games, Kina. Death Stranding, like they have a shit ton of stuff you can only play on PlayStation, whereas Xbox has like Halo, and of course Nintendo has all their shit. So it's always been that way, but it is like, like I always wonder, like if we had an alternate timeline where everything was just cross-platform. 
Well, you know what it is too? I feel like it's because Nintendo consoles, Nintendo, I feel like doesn't come out with new consoles. Well, I don't know. They kind of do. But they're also always like handhelds. Yeah, they just came out with the new Switch OLED. Well, that, but that's not, that's just a new version of, it's not a new con, it's not like Switch 2. It's just like an enhanced version of the Switch. Nintendo's kind of weird because they've, like Xbox and PlayStation, since they've been competitors from the jump, they always launch their new consoles on the same year to compete with each other. But Nintendo's been off the timeline for a minute. Um, because like Switch launched in 2017. And the PS4 and the X, whatever the last Xbox console was, they were already out for like four years. And now the PS5 and the Xbox Series X have been out for almost three years. And if Nintendo's planning on like releasing a new console in the next year, then they're going to, they're just I kind of like like they won't off. because the Switch is so popular. I guess so. But it's also like, I mean, people have been, the one complaint about the new Zelda game is that it doesn't run the best because it's a Dude, nothing runs on the seven-year-old Switch. system. Fucking yeah. Dreamlight Valley doesn't run right on Switch. Oh. Well, that's because you have the handheld Switch. If you had a dock Switch, it might run a little No, better. any Switch. I follow Dreamlight Valley on Twitter and all the replies <laughs> are people saying, can you please update the version on Switch? That should be crashing every two seconds. Literally yesterday, I was so mad. I was like, getting really far into a quest with Prince Eric. <laughs> oh my God. And it was the quest where you're able to like, finally, it's like you have to enchant a necklace to give to Ariel so that she can switch between being a mermaid and a human. And I was like, finally, I'm going to get human Ariel in my valley. Like, this is so exciting. And then that shit crashed in the middle of my quest and I hadn't <laughs> saved. So I had to start all over. I was, <laughs> I was so mad. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, that's a good segue, though, so we can stop our gabbing. Um, So, you guys, next week we are taking a break because next Tuesday is my birthday. What? Yep, it's my birthday. And so we're not going to be recording next week, so you will not get another new episode for two weeks. But when you do get that episode, here's my segue. Okay. One of us is going to be talking about probably Ely, Little Mermaid, because we have our tickets. (laughs) Um. Yeah, <laughs> we have our tickets to go see it, and then that episode will be our last episode of season four. And then we're taking our summer break. Um, we have not determined the period of time, but like we just need a break, you guys. Like, this has been the longest season. Yeah, I'm getting sick. Summertime, y'all. oh my god, y'all are making me meet with Zach every week, it's too much. Oh my god, all right, <laughs> but yeah, it's summertime, and we want to we want to enjoy it. So, one more episode left after this one for the season and then we'll take a little break but we will talk about little mermaid and that's gonna be i'm like kind of nervous because i'm kind of like what if you love it and i hate it i feel like you're gonna be mad i feel like i am gonna like it and you are gonna hate it i'm already prepared for that no i said love it like what if you love it yeah i'm gonna love it and you're gonna hate it i already know that all right because you're a hater more so i just like oh my god you are a hater oh my god anyway i you guys remember I literally kind of like got choked up when we were talking about like when they first came out with the trailer. So like, yes, I am 100% crying. I literally, they, <laughs> Hallie Bailey did a perf- her first ever live performance of part of your world during American Idol this week. And I was just watching that video. I watched it three times back to back. 
and I was sobbing the whole time. <laughs> this is a huge wow. deal for me. You guys do not realize. And I'm like, <laughs> every time I like remember how big of a deal it really is to me, I'm like, <laughs> so that's going to be me going through my meeting moment next next time we record. I'm just well, going to be like choked the fuck up. Nine more days and then we'll see what all the hubbub is about. I can't believe it. Like <laughs> but anyway, that's all we have for you. So have a good night, I guess. Oh, and wish me night. happy birthday next week. Because <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> happy early okay. birthday zach actually it's funny Thank you brought you. that up because oh. while we were recording i got a notification that your birthday present has shipped <gasps> oh <laughs> oh god okay <laughs> it's gonna be you're a good That's gift enough. giver so i'm very curious i am you know i'm good at this stuff but you know i'm still excited hey, you- to feed it Use this coaster ah! every fucking day. I use this coaster. That was a good gift last year. And I the got socks Z- are I very made, comfy. I made Zach a little NPR gift bag because he's obsessed with NPR. And fun yeah, fact, yeah. I am neighbors with NPR. You are. But they don't do tours anymore, so... Ooh. Stupid. Anyway. Okay, have a good night. Okay, have a good night. Bye. I'm not going to end the recording this time like I did last time. I'm going to hit stop and the call. Yeah. And the call. I am going to end the recording, which I'm going to do right now. Okay. Okay.